0: welcome to one more edition of politics and right i'm your host thank you so kindly for being a part of the show sorry for that little mishap we had an immediate crash on the new software that these guys put out here don't ask me why i didn't write it i didn't write it but you know what we got back in time before it dropped and we had to start all over again anyway folks welcome to politics and right e2247 welcome aboard paul fleming welcome aboard bruce pollard says hey y'all Paul Fleming says, "All checking in from ATL, AVQ. Welcome aboard, yvette Avery Herod. our union activist. Welcome to Politics Done Right. Uh, one of our cues is not getting set off, so we're going to miss sending out that automatic email to a whole lot of people. But we'll take care of that later. Anyway, folks, welcome to another edition of Politics Done Right. Let's see, uh, Carl Cox, Igberto can't stay for long. Did you see and read my email?" I have a I am in email hell I'm about two days behind on emails I only do the stuff the emergency stuff for the next couple days and then I'll get it all Peggy Lopez. How are you doing my friend great to see you e2247 as well Paul Michael Rudden starts poll poll American strong support unionization Amazon workers a super majority of Americans have a favorable opinion of unionizing amazon workers according to a new poll in a survey of nearly 2500 americans 75 percent of respondents agreed with amazon workers who say that they need union representation in order to have job security better pay and safer working conditions the 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 very demands listed on the Amazon Labor Union website.
1: Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving thirty-three percent with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a fifteen-stem bunch of tulips for just nine ninety-nine each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special. Treats come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
0: The poll found that the union argument was significantly more popular throughout 20% uh, points higher than the management side argument that workers don't need a union because they already have good pay and benefits. I can't easily understand why the people support unions on unions, government regulations, and community organizations are the last three bastions against unchecked corporate power leading to widening wealth inequality and widespread poverty among the masses. Anybody who says they don't understand why we don't need a union, I don't know what to tell you. Where are you living? Who negotiates for you? Who, allows, who forces these corporations to pay you your worth? Why do you think as the union movement went down, so did the worker pay and wages? Why is it, as you can see in the uh, one of the articles in my blog, that the CEOs are making 254 percent, 254 not percent, 254 times what their median workers make? Why do you think that is the case? That is the case because we don't, they don't want unions. And ask why would a why would a, a company object to having unions if they intend to do all that is well and good by unions? Why would they object to it? Right? Isn't it easier for them to negotiate for workers on... The truth of the matter is they shouldn't even be in negotiation. I believe in collectives, right? You know, I mean, everybody's sharing the profits and everybody's sharing the loss. Makes money, make more money. The company starts to lose money, lower your bottom line. It's, I mean, we have to have a different paradigm. This this capitalist paradigm, as we discussed yesterday with El Profesor Richard Wolf, we have to change the paradigm. We are on the way down anyway. Anyhow, Biden takes critical first steps to fix landmark environmental law gutted by Trump. I read that. Natural Resources Committee Chair Raul Grijalva wrote on White House Council on Environmental Qualities Phase 1 rulemaking for regulations finalized under the National Environmental Policy Act. Okay, The previous administration stripped and gutted NEPA protections, effectively blocking federal agencies. From taking climate change and public and public uh, input into account when they make major decisions, that affect our environment and the health of our communities. I'm glad this administration, according to Rodman, recognizes how e- egregiously wrong these actions were, and is moving toward to restore the protections that uh, have helped protect our environment while promoting sustainable uh, development for decades. But the work here isn't done. With investments from the historic infrastructure law going out the door as we speak, this administration needs to complete the second phase of rulemaking, and they need to do it soon. Without a strengthened NEPA and public engagement process, these investments could very well fall short of their full potential to advise equity and environmental justice for all communities. Bruce Pollard, welcome to Politics and Right. My brother, Paul Fleming, welcome to Politics and Right. Carl Cox let's see who else we have here eric hayes question do you think it is best interest to rely more money on china manufacturing and raw materials or sources elsewhere for the us let me tell you what your capitalist people have done that's what they did right they offshored all their production to um to china and you know what's worse about it we are supposed to be the bastion of microchips and where do all our microchips get made china taiwan and all other places We are just now, the private corporations are now begging the United States government to help them offset that $10 billion factory they're making in New Mexico or Arizona. I don't remember which one. But I thought, uh, why would they want corporate welfare? Why would they want welfare to help them build something for the private sector? It behooves me, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But again, every time the the private sector screws up and get into trouble, they ask us, to bail them out so your answer to the question is no manufacturing belong in the united states but these capitalist con- companies believe what they can do is manufacture for the cheap over there sell it at, 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 at not the maximum discount here and then their executives and ceo makes a profit. they don't have to pay health care they don't have to pay anything that's what it's all about ripping the people off why is the biden administration pushing electric vehicles as most raw materials market uh, share-wise come out uh, out of China. Let, let let's qualify something. One of the reasons supposedly we were in Afghanistan is that Afghanistan is filled with rare earths, right? But guess where else has a lot of rare earths? Right here in our deserts also have rare earths. So if we really need to uh, ramp up to get rare earths. We can. The reason we don't is because in this structure, it doesn't lend. It doesn't. It's not as economical as using a cheaply dug. Uh, rare earths by slave labor overseas. We can do it here too, and we can do it cleanly. It just costs more. And what is it that capitalists want? They want to make sure and get things on the cheap, right? So again, you have great questions, Eric Hayes. Unfortunately, the answers you're not going to like because it all goes back to the private sector screwing you. We should manufacture here America is a land filled with resources, and we are also friendly with resources. Resource-filled land throughout this hemisphere, from South America to Central America to the Caribbean Sea to the uh, Gulf of the. Do not remember the one in 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 Mexico? We are. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're filled with resources close by, but we prefer to exploit. Remember that. So that's the answer to your question, sir. You won't like it because they have already trained you to believe otherwise, but that's how it is. Michael Rudden says, every case manufacturing is coming back to the US, but manufacturing jobs are not. The manufacturing sector is automated. These good-paying assembly line jobs aren't coming back. I agree with that, Ruddin, but I have a corollary to that, right? Who invented these machines that are gonna take over all these jobs, right? Think about this. There are there's a lot of technology that's gonna that's involved in robotics and everything that takes over, that's gonna build things better, right? We collectively, from our universities who educated the people, the engineers and the manufacturers who created these robots, we all pooled our resources together to build these robots and their efficiencies, right? That's we all did that. Now, whenever you build these efficiencies, you have to ask the question: who profits from the efficiency that you have built. In other words, our universities have all these different universities throughout the country that have built robots and so forth, and now GM and all these other guys are going to use automation to make to use less people. I am all for that, I want automation. But with automation comes a price, right? Less workers needed, which means You can build one unit, one car unit for a lot less units of human labor, but a lot of mechanical labor from robots. Now, who profits from that mechanical labor from the robots? The shareholders, the executives who get bonuses, and yet the builders of the robots that have been invented by all of us, they take all the profit. Again, and the reason they take all the profit is because we have taught Americans, we have taught people in this capitalist structure that somehow they are the ones who did it. Somehow Bill Gates is the one responsible for Windows. Somehow uh, Steve Jobs is the one responsible for Apple. Somehow uh, J- J- I mean, uh, uh, Bezos is responsible for all these great things that, that Amazon does. That's the mindset that we have. The mindset that we should have is we collectively built Amazon. We collectively built Ford. We collectively built Windows. We collectively built Apple. And don't let anybody take that from you because it was done incrementally. When when I worked at NASA, the amount of technology that came out of government-funded NASA that we then turned into products is astounding. But a few are the ones who take advantage of the profit. Let me tell you what we should do immediately. What we should do is we should say, okay, efficiency has gone through the roof. Now, instead of having a 40 hour work week, we'll now have a 30 hour work week, eventually going to a 20 hour work week. You have more family time. You know who should jump on that bandwagon? The churches. You would think the right-wing churches would say, oh, we have more family time, more time to spend with your kids, more time to do all these things now that you've increased all these great efficiencies. But that's not what they think. They're evil. That's not how they think. They don't think that way. They think, my, me, I stole your labor, I'll keep it. I stole your intellect, I'll keep it for me because I know how to run in a capitalist structure, and thus this is what's going to happen. Continuing, my brothers. Unions needed because the mega-rich, mega-corporations want hoard the money, according to Carl Cox. Paul Fleming says, replying to, hey, name things that matters that uh, doesn't come from China. We're just now trying to catch up. And the thing about it is we let it on there. Unions have the same rights that corporations have Uh, via Citizens United, that is absolutely true. And you know uh, what I think about Citizens United? If you defeated Citizens United, you would hurt the unions. Not necessarily so, because the unions don't need to have personhood to be doing a good thing. The reason corporations need personhood is because they want to abstract themselves from guilt for whatever they do and impact themselves as Having the rights of a human being when it comes to other issues. Don't conflate them. The work of a corporation, even though they're classified in the same way under Citizens United with a Union, are completely, completely different. A union is we of the people, a corporation is we of the stockholder, shareholder. Remember, they serve two different masters. Dave Smith says, Watch Fox News; they have live cameras at our southern border, showing you what's really going on. I know Fox News really want to do that. Why don't they try to stop to put the live cameras at the, at the northern border in Canada? There are a lot a lot of people coming over from Canada also, but how do you discern them again? How do you listen? How can I figure out if those people from Canada are not? To, I don't know. You tell me. I'm talking about now, my friend, and this crap was going through in the Obama administration. Can't blame. I mean, it's. I don't care what administration, Obama was a neoliberal, Biden is a neoliberal, Obama never used to be one, but once you get into the presidency, until we change it, it will be a neoliberal presidency, period. Punto y final. I'm not defending anybody. Paul Fleming says, you free market lovers are just now finding it that the free market was never free. Labor will always go to where it's cheap, and as we have found it, slave labor. Paul Fleming, you hit the nail on the head. Maywood says, good afternoon. AVQ says, Dave Smith, what exactly are you so frightened of? Brown people. Bruce Pollard said, electric vehicles might not be the answer. Electric vehicles are the answer because electric vehicles are an, an, an energy abstracting entity. Here's what I mean. Uh, people always say, well, you want electric vehicles, but they still have to burn coal for the electricity or they still have to burn oil for the electricity. True. Right now, that's true. But what happens is because it's an electric vehicle, it's abstracting. We don't care if the, if, this, if the energy to charge the batteries are coming from oil, from coal, from the sun, from hydro, from wind, from wave. All of that gives you one common denominator electricity so if you build electric cars as we mitigate getting rid of oil the electric car stays constant now when it comes to batteries and that kind of stuff we also have uh the issue of the uh, battery technology being good bad all that good stuff now the new thing into the mix is nuclear energy i'm not yet satisfied that we have to go to nuclear energy i'm hearing competing ideas based on numbers and based on numbers what i understand is we don't have to use nuclear energy, which is yet, you know. Uh, if you if you take a look at the war in 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 um Ukraine, you can see that even a well designed nuclear plant, if we get instability, can create issues. So there's a lot of debate there. There's a lot to talk about there. Tom C says, Mid Michigan checking in. Welcome, Tom. Neither unions nor corporations should have. Unlimited access to politicians through campaign contribution, just another name for bribery. I agree. I agree. I think unions are there to go ahead and make deals, just like how any member organization that corporations use do it. No different. No más. Eso lo único que hacen. Uh, hydrogen is good, but again, hydrogen. Uh, let me go ahead and just tell you about hydrogen, Brother Bruce. Hydrogen is just as abstracting as oil right in other words you have to make the hydrogen and there are several ways to make the hydrogen some that are polluting, some that are not some may take just a solar energy to, to create the to transition uh, water into hydrogen or or even the carbon even you can even frac um, petroleum and, and and extract the hydrogen out of petroleum and use it and then get rid of the rest but I'm saying the abstracting Energy transformation here is electricity. You know, uh, when you burn hydrogen, you're going to get one thing. Water is the byproduct of burning hydrogen for cars. That's true. Unfortunately, because of temperatures, etc., you if you take a look at the exhaust from a nitrogen device, you're probably also going. I mean, hydrogen device, you're probably also going to get these compounds called nitrates, because what you're going to do is because you're burning air you're going to get some of the compounds that fuse with the nitrogen to create nitrous oxide and some small small quantities uh, because of the heat transformation, et cetera. Carl Cox, one uh, last thing before I leave. Conservatives don't want women to have reproductive rights because they think human beings should. It uh, was done by human beings. Good good point, okay. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Paul Fleming is talking. To, uh, uh, you really have a short memory about Bush boys. Yes, he does. All right, Tom, says, free market, good. Laissez-faire capitalism, bad. Free market is free enterprise. I agree with that. I had a software company. I wanted to own a pizza shop. Me and Roberto Lewis was going to have a pizza shop together one time. You know, so yeah, I, I love free enterprise. I love free enterprise. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Michael Rodden says, compare how much government corruption comes from corrupt corporation compared to unions. It's actually corporations. Again, unions are doing good. There is corporation within the union ranks. That it needs to be extricated, but that is a different story altogether. Eric Hayes says, I agree with Bruce Pollard. Electric vehicles are not the only answer. Nobody says it's the only answer. What I'm saying, it's the abstracting answer. It's the abstracting answer. Hydrogen, there are hydrogen cars in Germany right now. Okay, Lee Grant. Border crisis is real. Dems ignore it at their peril. Border crisis was always there. We just happen to highlight it when an election cycle is coming. But the border crisis is always there. Because we create so much instability south of the border, again, these are the things you don't know, right? But we create a lot of instability south of the border. And when these people come running back here to the United States, we're like, uh-uh, get out of here. Will you like me to start discussing instability that we create overseas? I won't talk about it because I have to get to the video, but we do quite a bit. Bruce Pollard says, I agree with your statement, but charging takes too long by its chemical nature. Swapping batteries would take too much uh, ag- ag- agreement between... Vendors H2 follows the same model as fuel. I do not disagree. Again, I said we have to also take a look at the nit- the nitrous oxide issues, etc. Um, I still think the electrical would be if we can and, and Bruce, I agree with that point. The part the, the amount of time it takes to charge and also the stuff about exchanging of batteries. We could do the exchange of batteries. I I think that's a feasible um, Scenario by creating standardization. We do it right now, right? You have C batteries, A batteries, D batteries. We standardize a lot of electrical products right now. A car would just be another electrical product, right? Uh, conceivably, just a different way of thinking. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get started with the with the um let's go ahead and get start Oh, you know what? When I had to reboot my system, guess what happened, guys? I lost the interview. So let me go ahead and pull up that interview real quick, like. Because if I don't pull up the interview now, we're going to run out of time. So let's get to my interviews folder and bring up Marilyn Singleton. And here is Marilyn Singleton. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Today we are honored to have Marilyn M. Singleton. She's a board-certified anesthesiologist. She is past president of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. She graduated from Stanford and earned her MD at UCSF Medical School. Dr. Singleton completed two years of surgery residency at UCSF, then her anesthesia residency at Harvard's Beth Israel Hospital. She She interned at the National Health Law Project and practiced insurance and health law. She is the author of a recent article that got my attention titled The Fox Garden, The Herpetarium. <laughs> Hi, Marilyn Singleton, MD, JD. Why the JD? But anyhow, welcome to Politics and Right, Marilyn. How are you doing today? I'm just fine. And you? I am doing just fine. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hey, just. Just a native Californian who uh, had parents that always wanted me to strive for the best, and that's what I tried to do. And uh, I've been interested in healthcare since I was in high school, and uh, couldn't decide whether to do it in law or medicine. So I ultimately did both.
0: Well, that that's good. That's good. Anyhow, um, you wrote the letter. The the, the, the... I should say an op-ed, Fox Garden, the Herpetarium. Explain.
1: Well, it it just struck me after that poor congressman was bitten by a rabid fox. But it got me just thinking about uh, the fox guarding the hen house. But our legislators somehow just seem to be more reptilian than cute little hens looking out for us.
0: For several different reasons, I, I must agree with you on that fact because I, I don't I don't know how many of them are really out there for us and not for themselves or their benefactors. I have no idea, but I want to see where there's some symbiosis here. First of all, tell me again. You wrote that article, and you know I, I love the title. You know, I was like, wow. And then I love the way you brought it in. Hey, the guy got hit by the fox here in the middle of Washington D.C. in the mall. Wow. <laughs> And then you started to make a detour. Tell me a little bit about what your article said.
1: Well, what I was talking about is, you know, being a native Californian, I was sort of stunned at the number of bills that came out of the California legislature that just seemed too far over the edge. And whether you're right or left, there were human beings, and some of these laws just didn't seem to um, hit on our humanity, but rather seemed to hit, I don't know, for the lowest common denominator. And, and I just don't think that's who we are. And I kind of started off with um, some of the laws regarding abortion and the idea that you would make our state a place where you would encourage people and have, have commissions how can we get more abortions? And, and I thought, I mean, even Hillary Clinton said they were supposed to be safe and rare. And so then you have people saying, come on down, like it's a game show, and it, and it just seemed
0: wrong. Okay, let me, uh, and that's what I, you know, uh, you, given that you're an MD, you're from California, and you are also into law, What struck me? And I I just want to get a perspective here. Where do you stand on women's reproductive rights in general?
1: Well, in general, I have to say, personally, I am pro-life. I've seen a whole spectrum of women who are in very difficult situations. And so I I just, I don't take the issue lightly. Mm -hmm. And I think, that's what was so bothersome that the seriousness of the issue of what to do with the pregnancy under an array of circumstances, whether you be a teenager, um, you know, raped, incest, health problems, certainly for health problems, the mother's life tends to be saved even though in the catholic church they say the baby's life should be saved so that's you know a whole nother position Mm -hmm. but um so it can be a complex issue and i guess that is what strikes me the issue doesn't seem to be taken with the seriousness that it is that you're encouraging people almost to not think about it if you say we're going to make a law that gives free rides, free abortions, free everything, and it doesn't seem to include any other kind of counseling. Did you get counseling regarding um, adoption? Did you get counseling regarding some of the psychological issues that might arise? From a hasty abortion, you know, so it it just seemed to be a bit cavalier to me.
0: Uh, do you think that you, it may seem cavalier, maybe because you are in fact pro-life, or do you think it was written in a cavalier fashion? Because I have a follow-up to that, but I, I'd like that answer first.
1: Um. Well, I have to say, I was trying to look at it from a lens of just why would a state do this and then say, well, because some other states may outlaw abortion, so people would need a place to come. But I was looking at it. People will find out. You don't have to make such a, it was almost a celebration. And I think that's, that, that was what stuck with me. So honestly, I think it's difficult To separate personal feelings a lot of times, but I did try. I did try.
0: No, no, let me, you know, know, in in
1: looking at it as not just your basic law, but it it just appeared more of a celebration Mm -hmm. of abortion.
0: You know, normally I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't even have entertained bringing somebody that I considered uh, to the right if I didn't think it was a rational thinking person that was going from, from from a position of not just a flamethrower, but somebody who genuinely have an interest. And I think that's the kind of conversations we're supposed to have mm-hmm. in this country. And I think is what would make things better. I want to postulate something with you based on those laws that you just told me. Um, you said while we were speaking that as you saw the law written, you didn't see any advice on possibly a Uh, adoptions you didn't see any advice about all these other issues and you also said that to you what you saw within the law was well free everything come on in come on out etc would you look on the other side and say uh, the law was written as wide as possible leaving it up to the individuals uh, religion family ties medical advice on their own. In other words, the state just making uh, the option available to absolutely everyone, but not re- not telling everyone what they had to do, must do, should do. And isn't that really the way laws are supposed to be written?
1: Not, well, I wouldn't say necessarily that's the way laws are supposed to be written. Um, i I just didn't see the necessity for the law at all. Mm -hmm. If people want to go to a state that has absolutely no abortion restrictions, they can certainly find that out. All they have to do is go to Planned Parenthood's website. I just don't think a state needs to make it the law that we will pay for people to come from the outside. And I look at that from two angles. It's Mm -hmm. like, when people would come to California to get higher uh, Medicaid benefits Mm -hmm. because people were doing that. And it even was a Supreme court case. Can you cross state lines and go to another state? Should there be a residency requirement? So a lot of it too, I'm looking at as state resources. Now you might say, Oh, it's probably only a handful of people. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people it would be. And you know, Obviously, it's not going to be millions, but our resources should be spent on Californians, not people who come in from other
0: states. You know that—that's actually, you know, I can see that being—I can see that being, see that being uh, a a the part of the bill that that everyone could object to. Not whether you're pro-life, pro or pro-life, pro whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see an objection there, right? Because you could say. California taxpayers' resources should be used for Californians. Now, a lot of states, including Texas, for ideological reasons, they would have their states support others in other states to make a point. And I think, you know, I think you are actually right about that with regards to um, California making the laws and that sort that says, hey, over here, while Texas is doing all those draconian things in Texas, Know that there's a California that is there to support you, and who knows, maybe you'll come and become a Californian and become a productive Californian citizen, California citizen. So I mean, there are different ways of looking at that as being a, and bringing other people into California, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I I don't see I I don't see that the law is a law that's encouraging a free for all. Um, I I know that maybe that's how you see it, but I don't know that I necessarily see it that way um what would you want to be done about that what what do you mean well i mean what? um you wrote an art you wrote a strong article uh that pretty much went completely against what they're doing in california and i and like i said i can see that it was written from a position from from your position but i can also see it from a position that says we want to be we want to make sure that we are open to all and not only to all but for those People where the states, they believe the state's doing a wrong, too. Um, I have a follow-up on that.
1: Well, I, I would just say you don't re- need a law. And what I would say is tell the legislators to vote it down. What we do have, and we have a governor, we have a very verbal governor. If he wants to make a policy statement about how he feels about his state and then his state is welcoming, you know, whatever kind of statement he wants to make, make the statement, send it out there, let people know, hey, everyone is welcome in California, you know, however he wants to put this and uh, say what his beliefs are and what he thinks the majority of Californians feel, something of that nature, but I don't think it needs to be a law.
0: all right, let's 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 go now into the mechanics of um, let's say abortion. I don't talk this w- a whole lot because first of all I'm a man, and secondly, <laughs> you know, and secondly because um, you know rarely do you get somebody that is willing to have an intellectually based conversation on the issue. And reading your article led me to believe that you were um, right now uh, you you are a pro lifer and. Uh, I like to say pro no choicer, but it's okay. Uh, but uh, you're, you're a pro-lifer. I, I, I am a pro-lifer myself, right? I believe in giving people good health care. I pre- believe in giving people uh, food when they need it. I believe in all these particular issues, right? So I think I'm pro-life. But I'm also cognizant that in America, women many times have been relegated to second-class citizenship and that motherhood is actually as well something that has held back women a lot of times and that mistakes can be made. And I don't know how, and you can help me here, I don't know how many people who consider themselves to be pro-life when it comes to a fetus, a blastoma or whatever, uh, when it comes to the type of support that is necessary for the born is not necessarily there. I'm not speaking about you specifically. I'm talking to you as being a pro-lifer.
1: Well, you know it's interesting you put it that way and as far as life and you know we could get into the deep science of when life really begins and Which I life don't is know more yeah. important you know and and all this you know very very deep subject. Some places are very good about adoption services, um, giving financial help to people who need it, and other places aren't. And I grant you that. And it's something I've always said, that if you don't have a full range of choices, when you use that word, and have some sort of support for people who find themselves in a position that no one wants to be in they've got to have that full range and that's not necessarily offered Uh, there's got to be make you have to make sure that if a person does go through and have the baby that that ob care will be paid for you know and just like you're going to say i'll pay for the abortion say i'll pay for the obstetrical care Whether the person they may be on Medicaid, California Medi-Cal, or some other program, Uh, we don't know their family situation. So you have to make sure there's family support. There might be issues with an abusive husband. You know, it's it's such a huge uh, issue, and I think people don't want to address the edges, and that's part of the problem. That's why I'm so glad to talk to you because. You know, you see, it's, it's a bigger problem than just yes, no, you know, going to have this baby, I'm not going to have this baby, that it's a huge undertaking to have a child. There are people who want children, there's people who even take disabled children, which God bless them. Um, so I think that's where all sides are lacking is giving the proper support to women who find themselves in this position.
0: Ironically, a Doctor, what you find is the states that are so much more restrictive on a woman's rights to whatever she wants to do with her body are the states that are deficient in exactly what you've just mentioned. You know, well, I, I, I don't
1: know if that's a hundred percent true. No, because... no,
0: it's it's not a hundred percent true at all. It's not. But what I, what I'm saying is, if we talk about Mississippi, Arkansas, Kentucky, all these particular states, Texas is a bit better because Texas is a very big state and has a lot of independent people a lot of independent organizations that are there to pretty much make a point, right? But uh, I, I think I think you can you you can infer based on the medical care i mean california has great medical care texas has lousy medical care and mississippi has worse uh, so i mean you're, you're a lot of your intuition from a very good state from a state where people get get their most of their needs met it's not the same as let's say from kentucky arkansas mississippi louisiana and these other places so i mean I I hear you right, and I think you you make some valid points, and you have a right to the belief of you know w- you know when life begins and what you want, oh, oh, uh, and I guess I need to ask one question, Doctor. You don't you don't support getting rid of uh, a woman's right to choose abortion, right?
1: Um, when you put it that way, on a federal level. I honestly do believe that as a legal basis, Roe versus Wade was wrongly decided. The mm-hmm. legal basis for it was somewhat bizarre. But
0: um, let's, and, let's forget, I mean, I know you're a lawyer now as well, but let's forget about legalities. Let's talk about humanity. Do you believe that uh, that a woman in California should have other rights than a woman in Texas? <laughs>
1: Well, I well, you, it's hard not to bring the law in when you put it that way because we are a republic of multiple states, and which I think that was it, one of the reasons for each state being able I to have the it, laws
0: it, that they want. It's funny because in twenty twenty, I mean, twenty twenty two, it is rather silly, right? Especially with the mobility that we have today. Well, I have, I, but I it's all, law... but it
1: makes it all the better because you, we because we do have mobility that if you want to go to another state, I remember the day, and believe me, I've been around a long time.
0: Well, you don't look that way.
1: (laughs) A long time before Roe versus Wade, Uh
0: um,
1: when I was in medicine, and people would go to Mexico, rich people would go to Japan, you know, people would travel places to get an abortion. And And
0: just... I'm sorry to interrupt because I, uh, I want you to I want you to segue on that exact notion. You just said those people who could afford it, which means we relegated the poor and the generically poor into whatever their state desires, right?
1: Well, at, I'm not denying that that there's some level where <laughs> if you can afford it like with so many other things, then yes, you can get whatever you want.
0: And henceforth, of Alice's
1: Restaurant, and you can get whatever the, you want. And henceforth,
0: the benevolence of California, right? But, because California but, is saying.
1: Well, but that's not California's job. And I think, and, and certainly this is something that organizations like Planned Parenthood and various other organizations, if- they want these folks to go ahead and get an abortion then they can help pay for it i don't think it's california's duty okay. to pay for abortions from across the country
0: granted That's... now i agree i agree that you have the the right to have that feeling there's a lot of things that other states do as well That it's not for the benefit of those states only, but, you know, I I could imagine if I were a lawyer in California, I could say, well, this is a marketing campaign to say, this is the reason why you want to be in California and not Texas, right? So, I mean, there are a lot of things that that could be used for or defined as. I mean, you could say it's not California's duty for something. And California could come back and say, well, what we're trying to do is let everybody around the country know that California is a hospitable state and we want people to come. And that's one of the ways. Well, it it has nice beaches,
1: so it can be hospitable for that. Actually,
0: I think California is beautiful. I like Texas. I'm here in Texas and I love (laughs) it. I I love my, my Texas. I don't live within its restrictions, but, but here's it. first of all, I want to thank you for coming on. I have a couple more questions, but I want to clarify one thing. I am listening to you. Um, doctor and you are not as harsh on abortion i think um however i see that you would love to see roe versus wade go okay and for me it doesn't it does not compute with your own morality i am listening to you okay and that you want that you are okay with roe versus wade going away and after listening to all the pros and cons that you've given to me, tells me you're a moral person. But at the same time, you are allowing ideology to have you say you are willing to have women in different states. And I, I think we've come back and said, hey, but a woman in Mississippi who is poor, she has no mobility and, uh, to, 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 to do what's right for her own personal economy. So I, I think if I understand you correctly, you, you're of two minds, an, ideologically, an ideology fighting a morality.
1: Well, I suppose you can look at it. I mean, when you bring in the money issue into the whole thing, sadly, money talks for a lot of things. Thank you. And, you know, we already know that. And... uh we can go all the way back to uh, forced sterilizations and Mississippi appendectomy. Remember that, yeah. And all these things that were done on poor people. So there's no question that if you don't have money, that you don't have the same options as right. someone who does. So you know we can take that all the way back and get more to the core. What do we do in general? to, you know, how they say, level the playing field for people for things that one could consider essential to their health, whether it's mental or physical or whatever.
0: And you gave the answer in your paper. Believe it or not, uh you gave the answer in your paper. There's a sentence in your paper which said, California, where California goes, everyone goes. And in that statement, you've also added, you've also gave the answer to the statement you've just made. One of the reasons maybe why California decided we want to make it hospitable for the others around the country as well is because since wherever we go, the rest of the world go, we'll, for those people who would get left behind for now, we'll do the humane thing and take care of them. And then the, the country will catch up. Don't you think that? Well, that- if you,
1: you, you left off the second half. I hope everybody didn't go where California
0: goes. I was, and I still,
1: I still stick to it. It's not California's duty I, right. to take to take care of the rest of the country. But
0: you know what? But, you know, you know what? I see, Doctor. I see that if you had to be helpful to somebody to get it done, you would. And unfortunately, well, I, oh, sorry. And unfortunately, we don't have enough people who are willing to mitigate the problems within our laws.
1: I think you would. And I think private entities, and and back in the day, private entities really stepped up to the plate. And there was a time when they had a lot of homes for unwed mothers and and this type thing. And somehow, we've lost that. And I think Uh, we need to get back to that. We need to get back to looking at patients as individuals, and, you know, not pawns of the state and the government. But,
0: um, you know, that's an ideological position. My ideological position is I don't want to depend on private entities. I don't trust private entities. to have oh. private entities. Well, see, there we up. are. Right. To, I know, you know. I know. I know. And that's what I'm saying. It's ideological. and and and. But that's good. We have a good, fruitful discussion. I think private entities sometimes come with an attachment while we, the people, come with we, the people. But Well,
1: if, in fact, we were we, the people, and that goes back to the herpetarium because uh, the government has lost its goal of being for the and I, people and in I many bet, cases.
0: And I bet you and I, all of us, both on the left and the right, could come together and really make sure that it is we the people, so that it's really we the people getting the people's will, and not the corporations and et cetera, that actually continue to well, run things. Which like you're right, right and
1: unfortunately, I suppose we in this conversation with Neither can be trusted.
0: <laughs> you know, you know what is interested. Uh, uh, it's a, when I say the private sector. When the private sector controls government, that's corporations controlling government. That is the private sector again. That's the ultimate guilty entity. Because when we the people can control the politicians, we the people, it becomes we the people.
1: Right. So even Sadly, when we, we have hardening. a
0: bad right, when we have bad government, it is the by the purview of the corporations and etc. That does it, but I tell you what. Oh, go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
1: it's just it's sad, sad but true. All these right. folks are bought well, Look off at that. And I wrote an article a few years back called "Sold to the Highest Bidder. So well, you can guess well, what my, that was my, about. My,
0: my dear conservative friend, you can <laughs> you can get your articles at me anytime. I think you're a good person, and I think there is more that we would agree with absent certain types of ideological stills that we could get by. Thank you so kindly, Dr. uh, Marilyn M. Singleton, uh, for having a very good discussion on the subject. Please keep doing what you do. Thank you
1: so much. Okay.
0: with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. Welcome to one. Well folks, I hope you enjoyed that. We had a good time uh, talking. It just actually shows that you can you can have a conversation with just about everybody. Anyhow, folks, let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. Oh wow, we're almost out of time. I had another video but i have to forego it so let me just uh welcome the new folks in boomer you says when religion is the basis of some politics we all lose you're absolutely right there um let's see what else we have daniel Ledo says egberta just revealed he wants full government control of all laws he wants to consolidate power in dc actually government is in control of all laws i think what you mean is that you think what I want is all laws created out of D.C.? No, I want all laws that have to do with, with certain certain parts of our society controlled in D.C. Otherwise, you get the wackos in Texas and Alabama passing some very silly, hurtful laws that causes pain to people. And you have people in Washington that don't have mobility uh, or people in Texas that have no mobility. They can't just put up and, and run to, to California or run to Washington State or whatever, So no, there are certain parts of society I think we need to have centralized laws, so I'll cap to that. Uh, Maywood says, uh, well, that's a conversation. Lee Grant says, both Abbott and DeSantis are flexing their political muscle. We want to ensure that laws cover everybody appropriately. Covers everybody appropriately. Okay, Uh, we have about two more minutes to go. Anybody has anything else that they want to add before? Joan Litter, uh, yes, the sound is back. There it is. I hear you now. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Uh, I had to jump and use the good old reliable. <laughs> because this guy, the Bluetooth went for some reason. Uh, I think they are having some... Uh, we They forced us to upgrade the uh, software. And it seems like we're having some issues... ...with this new software. But anyhow, we are coming up on time, and I did do an ask, so let me go ahead and do my ask real quick. I'm Alberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Networks, KPFT 90.1 FM, Houston, that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light... I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, as I see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few. The, chosen. the second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It. Gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. I'm Igberto Willis, as host of Politics. All right, all right, all right. I, I hope you got that. Uh, please, folks, uh, uh, since we're out of time, it's 5 o'clock. I have two links to give you. You can go ahead and get our books at politicsdoneright.com books, or you can get find out all the different forms of supporting us at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Okay, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out.